Hello everyone, welcome back to podcast. My name is Jackie. And my name is Joseph. Apologies, you can probably hear that my voice is gone, but I hope you can still hear me throughout most of this podcast. <laughs> You've been chatting too much in the last podcast, haven't you, Joseph? Yeah, probably. I can't <laughs> So today is our ever first bonus episode, which we will be answering your questions that you have submitted on Parsons Instagram account for the Graphics in Architecture episode. Yeah, and joining us again, we've got Gabe and Ryan. Hello. Yo, 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 hey. What's up? <laughs> How are you guys? You okay? Yeah, I'm doing well. You well, thank you. I'm doing very well. I'm chilling. Oh, good, good. I like to think we're all chilling tonight, especially with them storms that's outside. So the first question comes from someone called Happily X Jude, and she asks, "Which course is better and why?" I'm composing myself now. I've had quite a lot of conversations with architects, students about which course is better. It's interesting um, to not create any controversy. Co- both courses are different. I think what course is better? Okay, I'm going to set some toes. Graphic design from our observance does seem a bit easier than architecture, but the work is very different. Graphic design can be hard depending on what you're doing. You know, I don't know, but what both are going to I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I think there's not it's not really an answer. No course is better than any other course. Yeah. It's about what course is better for you. Yeah. Architecture is better for me. Graphics is better for Gabe. Yeah. <laughs> Architecture is better for you, listener, who's listening to this podcast. <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess it's whatever you feel comfortable and what you enjoy mm-hmm. the most. That's probably the right course for you. And in mm-hmm. and in a way, it, it doesn't have to be graphics or uh, architecture. It could always be, you know anything like literature history textiles literally whatever you know so it's one of them questions that could, as you said is controversial but again it's it's actually quite interesting to uh hear what could be better and not but hey ho <laughs> the second question so it's not really a question but it comes from Ada H, which relates to one of our previous questions we had asked you in the episode about Photoshop and Illustrator, which she says, it depends on what you're using it for. For clean, crisp lines or maps, definitely Illustrator, which is a good point. And would you guys agree with that? Yeah, yeah, probably. I would agree. I've never done site models or what you guys do in architecture, so... I don't, but yeah, I probably agree, yeah. Yeah, because obviously you were saying Illustrator uses like vectors and stuff, yeah. and Photoshop is, is bitmaps, or no? Oh no, I say no, because because I don't know the process of how you guys do your mappings, mm-hmm. I would, no, yes, Illustrator is better if you're going to do lines and drawings and to make it a, yeah. a vector and stuff, yeah. Illustrator is a bit more crispy, yeah. I, I will have to agree on that as well. I mean, personally, anytime I do diagrams or, you know, site surveys with the mapping, I, I find it easier and not as pixelated using Illustrator compared to Photoshop. Thank you, Ada, for, for that comment. The next question is from someone called underscore Kate Lowe underscore. Where she asks, is, what programs should I use for digital drawings? But as a beginner, what would you guys recommend for that? 
Ooh. I think what's the top of my head, I don't know if you have an iPad or not, but Procreate, like, that's like one really good app for drawing. Mm. Like, I want to get an iPad so I can do Procreate because, like, the possibilities are endless. If not, obviously, you've got the classic Illustrator and Photoshop. I think Photoshop, there's a bit more expression because you can download your own kind of brushes and stuff, different textures. But Illustrator is even better because these images, when you draw and stuff, it will become a vector. So when you resize, it, will, it won't pixelate. So if I was to answer your question, I'm going to give you top three in order, Procreate, Illustrator, and then Photoshop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I have to admit, I've tried to use Procreate and I really can't get into it. I really can't get into it. I, I'm just like, because I'm so used to Photoshop, I'd rather use Photoshop because I'm I'm more used to them skills. But whereas like to do with like digital drawing, um, I can't. Yeah, no, I just can't do Procreate at all. But yeah, how about you, Ryan? Would you Would you agree with Gabe, or do you have yeah. any other programs you would recommend? No, those are the main ones. I pretty much I pretty much agree with Gabe. There's also Morphobio, which is a more of an architecture-based, like, digital drawing. Like, if you have an iPad, you can use that. Um, but, yeah, I would say if you're just starting out, if you're just beginning, just type into YouTube Illustrator Beginner Tutorials and Illustrator Photoshop Tutorials, and whichever one looks the coolest, just learn that one. Fair. So our next question comes from Julia Lon, where she asks, do you guys have a favorite piece of work that you are most proud of? And why? Um, I go first. I won't be too long. There's a lot of favorite projects I do, but I say for me personally, um, I say it has to be my YouTube channel. It's still an ongoing project. So it's where I do like I do a lot of spoken word short films based upon my faith. But it's been such a way for me to express my emotions and hard times, but to really express new ways of creating and to really like challenge the norms of what some people may expect me to create. Um, because it's a blend of spoken words, short films, photography, graphic design, and like motion design and music as well, because I incorporate music. And it's it's kind of stretched me as a person. It's, it's helped me really appreciate people who actually make, for example, make music or make these short films, because it's a lot, a lot more goes into it than you realize. That's one of my projects. And another one, I'll say quickly, my brother's uh, music label called The Shindig. I did a lot of the photography and branding for that. So I'll go to his shows, and I'll get a film camera, and I do the photography and I do the design. And I think just, I just love photography and incorporating the graphic design in that was just amazing. So those are my two favorites. So yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Is there any of them on um, Instagram as well? Is it all just on YouTube? Um, so the, my brother's project, that's, that's on my website. Um, my Instagram, and it's reloading at the moment and my obviously my youtube channel is still my youtube so if you go to my youtube if you go to my instagram the link tree you'll see it there on youtube and website so yeah nice and um how about you ryan i would say like so far i guess one of my favorite projects is my thematic design submission from last year i think it really like it's not the most like polished thing in the world I wanted to make a whole short animated movie, but I ended up breaking it down into like a comic book because I didn't have time. But I ended up making like three kind of short, like 30 second videos that I uploaded to my Instagram. And I really like it because the concept is really cool. It was really like, I got really invested in it, like creatively. And 
I really went into the project. I never animated anything before. I'd never, I didn't know Blender that well to be out here just trying to make a movie in it. So I think that was the most in a project that I did, what I try and do in all my projects is I went into it going, you know, I want this skill. So I'm going to use this project to learn it. And by the end of this project, I will have learned how to do this thing. And I, and I think I already did that. And I, I think it looks really cool, to be honest. Yeah, that's probably my favorite one I've done so far. Ah, actually, I'm also going to ask the same question to Joseph as well, because you're in your third year. So go on, answer it. What's your favorite project? <laughs> I think my favorite one would be a project we did in second year where we had to make a kindergarten. It's, it's my favorite, not in terms of like the final outcome, but like the thought process that went into creating it. It's what makes it my favorite. I was really into Japanese architecture at the time. So like there was heavy Japanese influence on the kindergarten itself, but it like, I don't know, it helped me understand the diversity and like the different types of architecture and how to gain inspiration from stuff and how and sometimes architecture, like you can gain influence from anything to make it. Because one thing I found out is how like ingrained their culture was in their buildings and how they create things and how it, like it helps create, they create buildings that fit like harmonically into their environments. And like yeah. a lot of the traditional type of Japanese architecture is, is almost like the windows, for example, were like picture frames in a sense that when you look through the windows, it's as if you're looking through nature, but it's like, it's like a painting. And I don't know, the like artistic flair that they had in their work was really um, inspirational in my like thought process of how I view designing things. So I don't think I accomplished that fully in the final projects by any means, but it sparked like that design thought process in my brain, which I've been trying to carry out to all my other works. So that's why I would say it's like my favorite one uh, project so far that I've done. Oh, that's really cute, actually. Yeah. And I also like the way you were saying about how the window frames were like portraits. And, you know, like you're, you're looking at the view and it's like, you know, you're looking outside, but with the picture frame, it's kind of like you're looking at what the artist was painting, except it's not a painting. It's actually real life. What about you, Jackie? <laughs> me oh yeah. that didn't go to me that question damn um what is my favorite project um do you know what i think my favorite project was what we did in first year with the volumes um mm. so that's where we got given an architect to or an architect's famous house to research and then we got given a client. So I had Charles Eames as my client. And I remember my tutor at the time saying, Jackie, you've picked the hardest one because you basically picked your client that, you know, you've already done research online. So basically you're redesigning their house. And I was like, do you know what? I'm up for the challenge. I am up for the challenge. And it was quite interesting because all that research I had done it kind of like I kind of was like in his brain in a way and having gone to sleep I was kind of like able to envision what a modern version or contemporary version of what their house should be like now as to what it was back in you know the 1970s so it's kind of like an upgrade in a way and you know just thinking about 
what they do day-to-day basis so you know their routine and you know how they move and etc it kind of made me understand how important it is to understand the client's needs and why you know it's specifically they want something next to each other or something's got to go there or etc etc so it's kind of made me understand a way to understand from the client's view of what it should be but then if you think about it realistically like if you was building things realistically like the client's expectations of what they want doesn't normally happen or you know can't be achieved but then you've got the idea of problem solving you know just talking with the client and you know discussing how you can you know resolve it yeah it's it's stuff like that that's made me think that that was really you know inciting because it's more memorable because of the process I had to think about if that makes sense I hope that makes sense that was really cool thank you thank you yeah thank you guys for that question um and the final question we received was someone called um Joel underscore Von Temps where he asks us what is your dream role in the future Course, it's because they're paying nine and a half grand for three. I mean, that is fair. Ah. Yeah, that's <laughs> 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 uh, so, my favorite dream role so, uh, art director or creative director that's basically mm. like you're top of the food chain as graphic designer. Because it's funny, because you do the less, you, you do the least stuff, you get paid the most. <laughs> it's like 8K just to tell people to do this and that. Well, okay, yeah, yeah. 60 to 8K, that much. 60 to 80K. 60 to 80K. Oh, yeah. 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 I was like, yo. No, no, 16, but 60, 60. Yeah, 60 yeah. to 80K. That's how much I'm I know. Of course, guys. Yeah. Of course, you won't do it for the money. Um, <laughs> that, yeah. Because the art, the thing about art director is that you get to really have the uh, like hands-on position of choosing every single part. So for example, I love to be art director for an artist's new promotion for their new album. So their videos, their content, their Instagram, their banners, everything, like having have a say about everything and making getting a theme and surrounding around our artists and exploring that through movies tv shows everything i think that's my dream just like to really it's based on any art director directing the art of a whole like a whole project you get to do and get to like shadow like the junior designers and the middleweight designers and all them people um that's probably my dream dream role because you have hands-on for everything and it's, yeah it's amazing yeah oh that's actually really nice i'm actually kind of jealous in a way like especially when you said you know less work more money i'm like oh i wouldn't mind that (laughs) i mean there's you still got a lot of responsibility of course of course i mean you're in charge of everything like you you gotta make sure like everything's you know going smoothly Mm. if there's problems you're the you're the guy to go to like Got, I, I've got a problem and then you'd be like right this is what we're going to do boom 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 and all that stuff so I can imagine you know that kind of thing but in a way I know what you mean by less work like you're not 
spending as much time on the design, like the drawing or, you know, the, the actual work, work, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And um, how about you, Ryan? I, I feel like that's going to be, it's going to be a very easy, simple answer, but you might have a different answer. So let's hear it. I guess when you said dream role, I guess I don't really, I don't really know to be honest because I don't wouldn't know what it's. What it's I just say I want to be an architect, but then it's like, what type of architect would you like to be? And I think, yeah. um, you know, from the start of this course, I just said I would I would like to be an architect that is able to help people through architecture and design, you know, and like things being designed well and things being designed properly and in a way that's, you know, functional and cool and inspirational, that really can affect people's lives pretty positively. And in the same way, like Gabe said at the very start, dang, full circle, <laughs> like, <laughs> like bad design is really just bad for everyone included. So my dream role would kind of to be someone who just designs things well and designs things for people that need it and you know for people that you know design doesn't even occur to them because maybe they're they're they are, they, they're interested in economics or they have another job or they have you know six kids and they don't have time to be worried about how their living room is laid out to make their life better you know yeah and, uh you know that uh, that would be my my dream was to be someone who actually impacts and helps people's lives through architecture and design as a as a whole that's actually a really nice answer so yeah that's the end of the questions and this bonus episode thank you guys for listening and again thank you for all the questions that you guys sent through again apologies for my voice hopefully it hasn't been too hard to listen to and throughout this episode but again, we just want to thank Ryan and Gabe for taking the time out to answer all these bonus questions. Yes, yes, definitely. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan and uh, Gabriel, for joining us. But yeah, if you guys have enjoyed this episode, then please do check out our previous episodes on Anchor FM, Spotify and Google Podcasts. And don't forget to check our past on the social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn for upcoming events lectures podcasts and social activities hope you guys have a good night thank you bye, bye. bye.